evening, listeners. Good evening, Good. Mike. Good evening, Good Yogi. Evening. Good evening, Craig. How are we all? <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. A bit, bit slow. Wonderful. Bit slow Good to respond there. Sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm a little bit distracted. I'm just checking out the start. You must be because you're, you're not talking into your mic properly, Mike. Well, hang on. Let me <laughs> let me just let me just make some adjustments and make sure that you're happy because I'm. I don't, I don't send alarm bells up here, but when we're on the radio, we probably need to talk into the, you know, into the thing. The microphone. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like I was telling you the other week, Yogi, you actually need to speak into the microphone. That's what you need. We've got, to, we've got to beat France first, and then we've got to... Sorry, we've got to beat France. We've beat them already. <laughs> I'm just checking. Jeez. Uh, we've got to beat England tonight. And if we beat England, then we have to beat Spain. And if we beat Spain, then there's a public holiday, apparently. Well, I thought tonight was the night. No, 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 no. Oh. Not, not, even, not even nearly, mate. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Yeah, right? in order. So it's why are they talking yet. about a public holiday? We're nowhere near it yet. No, that's right. And there are people around there. There's been a whole thing on a current affair, which is on as we speak, mm. talking about whether the country can afford to have a public holiday. It's, yeah. I mean, the, the hype has been unbelievable. It's officially time to jump on this bandwagon now. We know that because our uh, our, our defence minister, Mr. Miles thought it would be a good idea to make a video and resign from his post as Defence Minister. I wonder how official that would be if you put that up to the uh, Governor-General. Yep, he's resigned, he's said it there. And he's handed his commission to uh, the goalkeeper, of uh, the Matildas, uh, but he wants her to give the keys back tomorrow because we're facing oh. the old enemy, England. Just, we are governed by fools, in my opinion. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're allowed to be political on a Wednesday night. So. No, let's just go straight in. Just go straight, straight in. Well, I reckon. I, 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 I thought we were straight in. I didn't realise we were waiting on something. You know. Well, I reckon if we're going to have a public holiday, they should have it on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the go. Yeah. Why? Why have it through the week? What's the point? Well, because the idea of a public holiday is getting a day off work. Right, eh? But it's yeah. just, it's just to me, the whole thing is just, just so self-indulgent, it's ridiculous. It's like, you know, can we have another piece of cake? <laughs> I mean, how much fatter do we want the budget deficit to be? I don't know if they <laughs> just know? want another piece of cake. I think they want a whole new cake. Yeah, well, you know, like, like, I mean, when Bob Hawke sat down, I mean, I don't know, some of you guys, some of you out there may not be old enough to remember watching the America's Cup, right, in the yeah. early 80s, and I mean the very early 80s, you know, back back when we started making all that great music, Yogi. And, yeah, and, oh, yeah, yeah, when hair was big and... That's so right, hair was big. Yeah, I get it. Flares yeah. were big, guitar riffs were big, everything yeah. was big, Yeah, right? And a 903 Cummins was just big, you know. An 892 Double TA was just big, right? That was a big motor, though. That was a big motor, a big silver 892. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, Gira, Gira, Gira. 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 
right. So hold me back. Hold you back. So, so, so remember them screaming in your ear. Anyway, back onto the sailing, right? <laughs> Australia too won the America's Cup after God knows how many attempts, right? And the magic Alan Bond and Ben Lex and Keel and all that sort of stuff. It was an achievement that was you know, years and years and years in the making. And Bob Hawke actually sat down in his Australia jacket and all the rest of it. I remember this because I was I was old enough to be there and see all this firsthand history. And he said, any any boss who sacks someone for not coming in today is a bum, mm. right? And and the yeah. reason why he said it was because this was all happening in America. Everyone had been sitting up all night watching this race. Oh, right? yeah, right, 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 right. So the, the context of the context of him saying it was, you know, everyone was tired and needed to go to bed instead of going to work. Nothing about a public holiday, right? And now we're talking about a public holiday of some girls win a soccer, soccer match. I mean, look, I want, I want the Matildas to win. I really do. More oh, yeah, power yeah. to them. More power to them. But for yeah. God's sake, Channel 9 News tonight, the first 12 minutes on the news was devoted to talking about the Matildas. The first 12 minutes. And then we got into the news, and then there's another story later on talking about the Matildas. I mean, nothing else is happening in this country at the moment, right? Mm. Cost of living's not going through the roof. The mortgage rates aren't going up. Transurban didn't make over a billion dollars in profit. No right? way. Right? You know, it costs 10 bucks to drive from one side of the bloody city to the other to go to the airport one way these days. You know, none of that's news, right? The Matildas playing a game of soccer. That's the news tonight on General 9. It's ridiculous. There's no point in them winning anything because they won't they have to sell their medals to cross the Sydney Harbour to get home. <laughs> That's right. That's right. God help them. You know? <laughs> I mean, you know, the greatest one, though, this is the greatest thing that really, really does make me sit up and take notice, how stupid some people are, right? It's going to be a new section. How, How stupid! stupid. How, How stupid can you be? It makes my head hurt. I think there's someone, a competition out sometimes. <laughs> someone on someone today on social media was carrying on, reckon that Sam Kerr is a transvestite. I kid you not. And well, I don't think she. I don't know. She's not. She doesn't look like one to me. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but, you know, it just goes to show you the depths of stupidity of some people. <laughs> you know? Oh, it's unbelievable. It's, it just comes into that category of what really matters there. Someone just, text, someone just text me as long as the Matildas don't eat the mushrooms before the game. <laughs> I mean, seriously? Dear oh. <laughs> me. That's another story. I mean, have you seen the memes about that woman? She reckons she's going to be on Martha. <laughs> she's going to be on Martha. Shit. <laughs> Black humour. Black humour. It's unbelievable. Uh, what do you reckon about her going to Parliament House to uh, do some cooking? Ah, uh, well, see, I might fund that. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't select the mushrooms, but I, 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 reckon I, I reckon I might lend a my dehydrator. Oh. I <laughs> Could have just been a series of very tragic events here. Maybe, it, maybe it was. You'd certainly like to think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. We are going crazy in this country. 
Mm. We are absolutely going crazy. Well, but this is seeming like it, isn't it? Now, did you hear the? Did you see the latest Carl, the latest kid on Carl Stefanovic's morning show? Did you see the the kid with the hat on, the little country kid? And they get the kid on to tell the joke. Have you seen that? No. No. The kid said they're all sitting there waiting, and it's all supposed to be cute and funny, right? This is all supposed to be cute and funny. Yeah. And the, kid, uh, the kid asked the question to Carl. What if if a uh, vegan and a vegetarian fall off a cliff? Who wins? And of course, everyone goes silent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and Carl says, "Who?" And the kid said, "Society." Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> why? Really, Ben Hickam? It's on social media, dude. It's out there. Get it? And they let it go. They, well, Carl fell off the chair. He was laughing his ass off, <laughs> right? And the and the girl that hosts the show with him, I can't recall her name. I apologise, but she just hands up over her face, you know, like, oh God, did he really say that? You know? Carl's laughing. See how old and is this kid? Ma- oh, he'd be like eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there, you know. From the mouths of babes, eh? Farm, farm <laughs> kid with the farm kid with the hat on. Who wins, society? Oh, dear, oh, dear. He's old enough to govern the country. Bring him in. <laughs> Bring him in. I just could not. I couldn't believe it. I mean, dear, oh, dear. Look at this. Look at this kid go, you know. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. I mean, you could. Probably why, probably why it's got no curse on it, because the kid said it. Yeah. But, uh, and, and here's another bit of good news. You want another bit of good news? We love good news. We love opening on the road radio on a Wednesday night with good news. <laughs> Mate, it looks like the, it looks like the producers of the block have finally got it so wrong they might have bankrupted the whole show. Right? We might now, never have how, to put up with it again. How have they got this far in the bank? I don't know, but I mean, they've, what I've done, they're pretty lavish build. Yeah, well, build. yeah, well, apparently they've just completely missed it this time. The places where they put these houses. Um, newly released price guides to homes that come in less than less than what they paid for the houses originally before before oh, they done the renos, before they've done the renos oh, on them. Wow! You know, and, and I think oh. that they've thrown I think that they've thrown like the best part of half a million dollars at each of these houses. Oh like, yeah, look, it's like it's going downhill, isn't it? We're, we're heading oh, for it down. Yeah. Oh dear, no, I don't. Just, just, I, I hate to say it, but it went from a Renault show to something completely unrecognisable, didn't it, really? I mean... Well, you can only renovate a house so many times, eh? Look, yeah. or, or watch it happen. It just, yeah. it, it, oh, to me, it's just boring. Like, yeah. you know, we've seen it, and there's so many different shows that have done it, and yeah. it, they're just trying to pick a few couples that might argue and have a bit of bitchiness, yeah. and that's what makes the show, not about... That's right. Trying to do it. That's right. I'd hate to buy one of them houses that's slapped together in a buy. You know, you've got to get this finished overnight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but otherwise, you can't sleep in this ten hour thought. Yeah. So, yeah well, you know, yeah. and not knocking the tradesman, but you know, whenever you're rushing something, it can't be good. So no, you never think it would. Maybe there should be a show in another twenty years on. Uh, <laughs> what happened to them? X blocks. Yeah, the X block. Imagine that the or the you know the independent documentary of the X block will mm. like fall down. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Now, here's a big one that affects drivers, right? You know, a lot of drivers smoke and vape and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. If you're vaping now yeah. and you emit a big cloud of smoke in front of your face while you're driving yeah. along and the plod sees you do it, you can be fined for obstructing your vision. If you're smoking in your vehicle, you should be arrested and chucked in jail. Well, that's a side issue. I, I'm not going to argue about that because I agree, right? I'm an ex-smoker. You smoke in my truck, I'll smell it as soon as I open the door, right? But, um, yeah, so if you're vaping now... And was that a can? Eh? Was that a can? What can? I didn't open a can. Oh, I thought I heard a can opening. <laughs> it wasn't me. I plead not guilty of it. Um, all right, it was. Move on. Let's <laughs> move on. So now, so now, so now, if you uh, if you vape and you blow the big cloud of smoke out, and the plod sees you do it, uh, you can be fined for that one. Apparently, oh, that's interesting, isn't it? It is a. It's gonna it, be hard to challenge that one. Well, it's the one I think. I mean, how often do people challenge their fines in that anyway these days? So what happens if you're driving in the fog and you can't see two foot in front well, of you? That's God vaping, mate. Sydney the other day eating a snack and they yeah. convinced it was a phone or how it was. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that happens. There's a fella here in Sydney who's baked cookies to look like my phone, right? <laughs> Just to mess with them. Really? <laughs> Just to mess with them. <laughs> I'm not even joking when I tell you that. It's oh. true. Yeah, that it's absolutely is true. That. You yeah, that is that is like, true. Hey, you got too much time on your hands. Go but, out and live outside, you like. Don't, but are you allowed to eat when you're driving? Well, you're not supposed to, really. This is where the joke's on him. So, is it actually not, illegal, or do they? I don't know. I, I think it is. There's bound to be uh, bound to be a highway patrol officer out, or a former highway patrol officer out there. Greg yeah. Casey, mate, if you're listening, give us a ring. Phone give in. us a ring. Are you allowed text, to eat when text you're driving? Them, or tell I remember me. seeing yeah. uh, when when. What's that one after the news? One of them was having a go at us in the trucking industry, and they yeah. even said even truck drivers are eating while driving, and they say, yeah. "Oh, maybe in the region having a yeah. sandwich." That's right. That's right. It was terrible. It was an absolute. If we actually had time to have a lunch break, you wouldn't have to eat your sandwich while you were driving. Well, this is true, but anyway, it was, it was the one that hated us. Oh, current affairs. They hated yeah. forever truck drivers. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that was that. What's his name? That Matt Munro bloke. I no, Tracy Grimsall. Yeah, well, she had, I was going to say she had a hard on for truckies too, but that's not the right way to put it for her, is it? Was it the right way for Munro? We're not touching that. We're not touching that. All right, in New so South you, Wales. You can, eat, you can eat, but it could be a penalty for not having proper control of the vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> someone, just texted in, someone just texted in and said the vaping law should be very surprising. It's very surprising. Very very, very surprised. <laughs> Mate, you know, you've got these blokes and they've got the, the leather pants, the leather jackets and the white T-shirts and all this shit, the sunglasses. They look and try to look cool and they smell like strawberry jam. <laughs> How tough oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. New South Wales, in New South Wales, driving without proper control of a vehicle is a $481 fine, three demerit points. Driving without a clear view... Could cost you three hundred and sixty-two and three points, and they bump up to six hundred and three and four points 
and 481 and four points respectively if you get caught in a school zone. Much worse if you do it around the kiddie. So if you're eating in your car in a school mm-hmm. zone, that's worse. Apparently. With a fogged up window. With a fogged up window. Jeez. And look, and they don't muck around. In Queensland, it's 575 bucks. In Victoria, because we know what we've got to pay for everything in Victoria, 925 bucks if you're in the car and doing it in Victoria. No, it's not just New South Yeah, yeah. They don't muck around. It's nearly as much as a logbook for them. Nearly. About a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I might just be too cynical now. Imagine, <laughs> that's uh-huh. I imagine if you're trying to vape and fill out your logbook and you've got a divisive window. Oh, dear there. Lord. Ten years. Dear oh. Lord, you go, you go straight to jail for that. Yeah, let's do not collect $200 and straight to jail. <laughs> just go straight to jail. Unbelievable, mate. I, there's so much to talk about now. We've got a lot of other stuff to talk about. I had a phone call from someone uh, earlier in the week complaining about the uh, podcast on Monday. And oh, yeah. uh, we did a bit of a chat about that because I, uh, I agreed with the ATA. And you know, I don't often do that. Whoa. Hang on. Uh, Is that breaking news? Well, it's... Bob and I agreed with the ATA. And we said it out loud. Now, uh, it was pointed out to me that the ATA are sort of a bit late to the party on all these sort of things, and they're starting to say things. And Bob and I even said when we were talking about it, we think someone at the ATA might have been reading our email. So I I don't know. But uh, if anyone from the ATA cares to chime in on whether they've been reading Bob and my email, please, please feel free to... To, to, to let us know. We hope you enjoyed the cartoons, you know. Um, that <laughs> Bob and I sort of tend to send each other. And by the cartoons, I'm talking about the press statements that some of these clowns make. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say you're trying to take out Bluefield, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, no. Why wouldn't we? No, no, no. It's your ambitions. It's like Pictionary. No, no, that is a unicorn riding a horse. <laughs> no. Hey. So I had someone ring me up, uh, and then he sort of started to tell me that I probably probably shouldn't be talking about the ATA in the way I was. And then we had a conversation to the point where I finally said, I've had enough of this conversation. And I don't often do that, but I was in the middle of unloading a truck, and I really had had enough of it. So, I mean, you know who you are, and I know, and I know that you're probably listening, and I know who you make to put you up to it is, and I know he's probably listening because he hate listens. Either of you know the phone number. It's 0491 That's 0491 I'm not going to say your name because I don't need to. Um, but please feel free to come on here and have a say and get it out so everyone can hear what you've got to say. Right? It's a free platform. As I said at the time, I go with what I know. There's a reason why I'm not on the board in any of these bloody organisations. There's a reason why I'm not in a position to say about the policy of any of the things that I'm in, involved in. I'm a member of the NRFA, but I'm not on the board. The reason for that is because I sit outside the tent. I get to piss in. I get to say what I like. That's the deal. Now, I go with what I know. The ATA are talking about it. They're saying stuff I have agreed with for years. They're saying stuff that Bob has been saying for years. They're the only people to say anything now. 
Craig has pointed out to me, and he's perfectly correct, that there are people out there that beat their chests and carry on and try and make everything look all right. The ATA have, you know, I've got the ATA. I've caned them in the past for, for saying things and not saying things and doing things and not doing things and being silent when they should talk. I've caned them in the past. The one time they say something I agree with, I said I agree with them. I said I agree with the TWU on things. I could, there's a lot I could disagree with with a lot of these people. But I try and run a platform with an even uh, perspective. And if you want to tell me what to put on the show, forget it. It's not happening. There you go. There's the challenge. How big are your balls? Ring in. Over to you, Craig. I've done now. I'm done now. That's oh, my yeah. show. I'm done. You've been on your, been on your <laughs> soapbox well, there. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Uh, where, where do we go from here? Like, I, I don't know anything about this. So, <laughs> well, we can talk. We can talk about. We can talk about the substance of it if you like. Oh, look again, forgive me, I didn't listen to the podcast. I, well, you were working. You were travelling across the country, you know, working. What do you expect? Well, I, I expect a lot more from me. I know. <laughs> yeah. You expect a lot more from you. You expect yes, I more do. From I, I don't. want more from me. <laughs> I don't expect more from you. Yeah. Look, I, you know, part of this, Mike, is the, the fact that, like, you just explained some people come out and and uh, beat their chest about what's going on and and quite frankly some people just don't know yep and we end up in a situation where people that are working quietly in the background mm. um end up with someone else taking the credit and in this case you know there may be a bit of that going on but mm. i think there's some other people that are probably just about ready to come out and have a say on some of these matters. It's just that yep. the, the ATA have, have um, got in front of it. So yep. um, what they're saying is no different to what anybody else has been saying or thinking or doing. Yeah. Well, it just, it just amuses me, as Bob said when we were talking about it. We, I mean, we have, an inju- we have an industry with a certain amount of challenges. You know, we've got a certain amount of things going on and it struck me as wildly amusing that half the people at that convoy on the, on the other weekend are part of the problem for why the industry's in the parlour state that it's in sometimes. You know, they, they, uh, they like to uh, take advantage of whatever the circumstances are that's going on, whatever bit of government subsidy or largesse that they can get their hands on, but they don't take any responsibility at all for the problems that they create. And it doesn't take, it's not rocket science to work out what the problems are. And as you say, there are people that, that there's been, there's work going on in the background. We all know it to be true. Um, and now it seems as though the ATA, who as far as I'm aware, don't even have a seat at the table uh, as far as the discussions are going. Uh, and now yeah, coming out yeah, and saying, well, want, this to, is... want to take, take notice of what they're saying. Yeah, so well, I, to me, it's to me, it's a non-issue. It's you know, just someone coming out making a statement virtually about something that um, they don't know the the whole story. So they don't they don't know the whole story, and, I, and I'm, I'm guessing that you don't want to talk about it. You're you're, you're about to say coconut to me, aren't you? Well, mate? I would have said coconut two days ago on it, but 
you know, you've brought it to, yeah. brought it to the table tonight. And not, I have. I, so, I, I, I did say I was going to. Yeah, but without, as I said, there's details there that people just can't talk about at the minute. So, that's right. So that's where The whole question is, though, Craig, why can't we talk about it? Um, well, that, that's that's um, coconut, in, Craig. In itself, the, the question isn't like it, there's stuff going on in the background. So yeah, of course, things of get course out, and then out. and then you get someone come out and take credit for it who shouldn't. Right. Be. So I, and then, I then they're going to go and put their point across, which is no, no different to what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, you know, th- there's reasons why it, why it has been the way it is. So yeah. What do you, you know? You can't keep keep dragging it up when there's um, there are there's some good work going on in the background. I'm so, not saying for, I'm not yeah. saying for one moment there's not mm. good work going on mm. in the background. Mm. In, in, in every work, there's always some good work, whether it's bad mm. work or good work. There's always something good coming. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's but the trouble with it is this whole thing is like a zero. It's been it's been treated like a zero sum game. You know, it's it's all about. Who can get out there and take the credit for it? And I am sure that this... I mean, Stella made no secret about it, that there was going to be legislation put before the parliament in this term of office mm. that would lead to industry reform, right? He said that on the show last Wednesday night. He, it, right. So it's not a secret, is it? No, no. Right? But the, so de- the, de- the details the detail, the, de- are... the detail... Well, the legislation hasn't gone to the parliament yet. How are we going to have a secret? Is it? No, no. Right? But the, so, de- the, de- the details. The detail. The, the, de- are... the detail. Well, the legislation hasn't gone to the parliament yet. How are we going to know the detail? That's right. What... No one... Yeah. Right? Right? And I don't think that they've got a seat at the table, so it's got to be the other one. Someone who's at the table is passing notes. There you go. Oh. How about that? Mm. Shit, shock, sham, and corruption. Who knew? There you go. Who ever thought right. anything political could have corruption or, or you know, that's just, geez, let's I mean, let's leak a story just to um let's leak a just story to sidetrack it a little bit you know let's just leak a story yeah. to sidetrack it all yeah because I, I, I heard I heard too that that you know all trucks are, are going to be like have these gyroscopic things in them and they're all going to float above the surface of the road <laughs> is that right oh mate have you not seen that the, the white paper on this. No, yeah. I haven't seen the And they'll all actually be led by one another along the road. Oh, I, I had a talk about the uh, I had a talk about the dirty great big road trains that they got running up at that buddy that mine up in Western Australia. Like they're going to you know, platoon them along. We can't even keep our frigging phones. Um, yeah, it's amazing <laughs> yeah, they yeah, can try to do <laughs> yeah. it. But it's all on private <laughs> ground, isn't it? So they can do whatever the hell they want. How good is that? Though? You can overload it as much as you like. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> three hundred and something tons. So they're nearly they're nearly going what twice the normal GVM. Yep. <laughs> and and yep. cranking it up a dirt road. I love the yep. dust free part though. Yep. Dust free. Dust free. Dust free. I just had some. I just had Andrea Hamilton Vaughan try to ring me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I had, unless I've misunderstood, I thought we were going to have Andrea next week and she might be looking for... Oh. Maybe she wants to come on tonight to try to calm you down. 
Joe Coconut. I love him. Maybe yeah. she's suggesting you have a power nap. Maybe she just suggests I have a power nap. Do you want to you want to go to a song and we'll just give her a quick ring and find out what's going on? Oh, sure. Let's do that. Let's do that. Right, a bit of Billy Idol, eh? Why not Billy Idol? Right, a moany moany.
we're back, everybody. We've got a special guest. Mike, would you like to introduce? Well, we have Andrea Hamilton Vaughan from the Origin Cabon Council with us. Andrea has been working feverishly for a long while on the Power Nap program. And uh, and I I got a bit carried away earlier and I forgot to uh, mention that Andrea was going to probably come on the show. And, I, of course, I went into full flight and uh, one of our listeners, uh, Ian, sent me a text message and told me, told me I should have a power nap. So Andrea's on. We've gone coconut. The ATA subject's closed for now. I can get on with that later. Let's have a talk with Andrea about power nap. <laughs> and, of course, and, and she's got some, some things to say about some people who have come on board. And uh, I think, you know, Andrew and I have talked that she won an award at the Road Freight New South Wales conference for her work with PowerNap. Not before time, in my opinion, Andrea. You know, Yogi and Craig, of course, welcome to the show. Yeah, Thank welcome. you so much. And thank you for mentioning the Road Freight for New South Wales award. You were there, Mike. And how I was. was I the most excited woman on the planet Earth at that time? You were you were furiously excited inside, I could tell. Oh, look, I could not believe it. Look, PowerNap is the is every truck driver's best friend. It's their survival strategy. It's a fifteen to twenty minute nap that you take before you enter deep sleep. So you're totally rested, revived. Your whole uh, situation awareness is all improved. It's scientifically proven. And to Ian, who suggested that you should take a power nap, thank you, buddy. Love to see that brand <laughs> uh, recognition out there yeah. in the marketplace. <laughs> Yogi reckons that the best power nap that he has, he does the whole like, like Yogi Bear impersonation, rolls into the bunk and closes his eyes, gets yeah. up when he wakes up. I have a, a power a power winter nap. I can hibernate for the winter. That's how I knock it out. That's how we do it. Yeah, you, 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 you're also solar powered, mate. You don't you don't work I in am, the dark. I know. I know. I, I'm scared of the dark. I uh, have no doubt in my mind that I'm scared of the dark. Solar powered. And this ball patch on my head is purely yeah. the sun. So, does your dip switch? Know. Does the dip switch actually work in that 900 years, mate? Uh, I don't know if the lights work at night. No. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. So you cannot confirm or deny. Oh, right. Righto, righto. So, so Andrew, you were saying that you've had a couple of big, well, not big, 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 big companies, like it's not tolls or anything, but some well-known trucking companies that come on board and slapped a bit of power and that uh, signage on their trucks. Who was that? Um, well, we were very lucky. I mean, we had funding to get trucks to come on trucking companies, and we had a bit of a trouble. A bit of trouble, but uh, Sally Tipping at Tipping's Tra- Transport, she came on board. And look, honestly, that truck is up and down to Sydney from Dubbo on the Great Western and Mitchell Highways into Sydney uh, weekly. And then we were very fortunate that Don Watson Trucking. Uh, put on two trailers. I mean, we paid for the artwork, but they still allowed us to put it on the back of their trucks. And that's going between Melbourne and Sydney and uh, Melbourne to Brisbane. And the rest of the fleet were paid advertising on the back of truck ads. And uh, even though we're out of contract with truck ads, 
Robert Truck Ads has been really kind enough to keep about four or five of the trailers going. So yeah. truck drivers are seeing power nap trucks, you know, tired power nap mm. now while they're on their on their journey. And psychology, not that I understand psychology to be honest, but psychologists will tell us that the best time to mention, like to uh, promote that message for for people is when they're doing something. So for truck drivers to see that message on the back of the truck while they're out there driving has the best and most effective result. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's the way it, that's the way it is, isn't it? I mean, you've you've had a a few ads on the, on the road radio as well. You were sponsoring the uh, the uh, passing parade there for a while. Yeah, we. Now... <laughs> You're right there, Mike. He's oh, he's all, good. he's all good. He's all good. He's, he'll be just, fine. We've, we've just, never I'm, lost him yet. We've I'm, never I'm, lost him yet. I, I just had, <laughs> believe it or not, I just had a fly. Fly into my mouth. I'm sorry oh, about no. that, listeners. Oh my goodness. Sure, it wasn't a drone. <laughs> no, it wasn't a drone. So we, drone so from the you... ACA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. Right, oh, there it is. We got it. Now, when you have a power nap, will that happen? Will will flies fly into your mouth? With you, or is that? Would you be in a deep sleep by then if you just if you? No, no, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping you know, you've got your mouth closed while you are uh, uh, having the power nap. But as you know, we've unfortunately lost 54 truck drivers this year and mm. on Australian roads. And you can't just blame the roads because three of them died on the Hume uh, within a month or so, double lanes, you know, wide divide. Driver fatigue is ever present and... We are out of funding now, so we will be making a um, submission to the National Road Safety Grants that uh, the Assistant Minister, Carol, uh, Senator Carol Brown, has announced. Um, and hopefully uh, we can gain more funding to improve our videos because what we did when we had the NHVR uh, Grant is I I wanted to spend all the money getting that message out there. I didn't want to go into big production and cost a lot of money, because the most important thing is to get that message out there, get it repeated, time and time again mm. until it becomes second um, second uh, nature to truck drivers in particular. Some truck drivers won't have driver fatigue problems. I don't know who they may be, but when they do, once they know about the power net message and that it works, and it works a little differently for all people, um, they will rely on it. Uh, what I'd also like to do next time is to take a survey of our national um, truck heavy vehicle driver fleet to find out how many times a week are they using it or how often do they use it. Do they use it yeah. once a day, once a week? Because I did not think or realise or have enough knowledge to know that some truck drivers are using it every day. And yeah. that is a mm. cause of concern because it just shows you the amount of fatigue that's out there and uh, the pressures on our our heavy uh, vehicle drivers. 
Mm. It's, uh, it's also a thing for car drivers as well, though. I mean, you don't have yeah, to drive everyone a behind the wheel. Everyone behind, behind the, wheel. the wheel. Yeah, it's, it's open to everyone. Oh. So how long have you been doing this, Andrew? You've been, you've, we see you everywhere, and that's good. So you've, been, you've been at this for a very, very long time, which is fantastic. Well, we've been funded for the last uh, 12, I think I've stretched that 18 months. But you're right, um, I have been engaging with truck drivers about PowerNap before that, and um, I've been in road safety for 18 years. But my heavy vehicle focus has been in the last few years. And um, I I really enjoy that work. I think it's, um, it's, you know, you know you've got to make a difference in that space because of how the high risks in, in the heavy vehicle industry. And getting back to certain other organisations, um, you know, not enough focus is put on the truck drivers and their well-being. I know we've mm. got things like healthy heads in trucks and sheds now and about stress, um, et cetera. Driver fatigue is the number one issue here. Driver fatigue mm. is, is the number one killer of truck drivers. So I've just had a I've just had a a, met, a question texted to me for you, Andrea. The question is uh, about sleep apnea awareness and if that information uh, is going to be included in the power nap message. And, and obviously, if it's not, do you think it might be a worthwhile thing to add in? Well, certainly it's something that we could uh, add in on the website. We've got a PowerNet website, which is very, very basic. We didn't want to get into a lot of science because we want uh, you, uh, you know, truck drivers. We don't want to, you know, preach to them. But sleep apnea is is a problem for many uh, um, people. So yeah, I think that's something. But I'd have to get into the actual science of it. And uh, you know, I've actually had people tell me. A truck driver tell me, and I'm trying to think, I think we're at Wagga, and he said he has terrible sleep apnea problems Mm. at night in bed, but because Mm. in his truck when he has a a power nap, it doesn't affect him as much, the apnea part. And maybe because he's sitting up, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. the sleep apnea is a thing that that, uh, a lot of people... Do struggle with these days. So, uh, and I, I just wanted to. I also want to give a shout out to all the truck drivers because, you know, one of the reasons Senator Carol Brown said to me every time she goes on social media, there's a truck driver talking about power nap, mm-hmm. and you know, I felt like about thirty feet tall at the time because <laughs> I thought that's really important that. So many truck drivers who are on social media are supporting the PowerNet message and retweeting it. So please do like it, but also retweet it or repost it on Facebook or Instagram. Um, It's really important. And, yeah, the people who count really see it, and that's a wonderful thing. And there are so many truck drivers that, you know, I did a couple of things today, just threw it on. And um, mm. you know they they retweeted it, and I mean mm. that you know that's like gold to me because that mm. means the those people are more popular than I am, and they're getting to a whole <laughs> different audience, and and it's great. 
<laughs> and it's a whole different audience, really important. And yeah. I think, too, one of the reasons that PowerNap has been so successful that even other uh, agency agencies like Transport Accident Commission in Victoria love that. How will I? How will you manage your driver fatigue today? And I mm. would like to see that on every pre-start checklist on every in every truck in Australia. How will well, you manage your driver fatigue today? It's top of mind and it gets you in the right mode. How will I recognise those signs? Well, I can tell you now, Andrea, that that question uh, about being properly rested for work and and your fatigue level is a, certainly a feature of the pre-start that I have to do when I'm driving for the company that I work for. So I'm, I'm sure that that level of recognition is out there, whether it's in the same words or not. Uh, it's certainly... It's certainly a part of it. I mean, Craig does a little bit of compliance or he's into compliance. Mm. That'd be something mm -hmm. that you would see, isn't it, Craig? Oh, you have to be, yeah, you have to be well rested and plan your trip for the day. Yeah. yeah. So, How will you manage yeah. your driver fatigue today? That was one of the things about the Road Freight for New South Wales Award that just blew me away. I knew, when I say I knew, there was evidence on social media that PowerNap was being engaged with by truck drivers. Yeah. Because they're yep. truckies and they tell you, but I, yeah. I, I, you know, I was always, I was always a little bit worried about, am I getting through to these companies? And that's when mm. the companies uh, voted for pound or uh, for the safety award at uh, Road Freight for New South Wales. It was an indication that we were getting to other levels of management in, in the trucking industry. Mind you, yeah. we've got a long way to go. We're nowhere near the top um, yeah. yet, but. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm fighting for every truck driver in Australia. Well, we're, I can quite happily speak. Well, the, the, the three of us here are the face of, of Truck and Life magazine and the radio station and the podcast, and I'm fairly certain I can say that we are happy to support you in that as much as we can. So, well, thank you. And congratulations on Trucking Life. I think it's wonderful that the Australian truck driver <laughs> has a voice. Mm. Okay, that's it. Coconut, cut her off now. That's it. No, we'll no, 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 leave it there. <laughs> 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 no, backhanded compliments. I, thank you very much, Andrew. I, I do so appreciate it. Um, no, what, what, what else? What else can we we talk about as far as that goes? I mean. How long have so you what, been? The, why power nap? Well, what's what? What are some of the things? You know, why power nap? What what does it do? Power nap it, it it regenerates you. It improves your situational awareness and concentration. I don't even really understand the science, but the brain does it for twenty minutes. NASA use it for a astronauts. You know, to go yeah. to the moon and back and think, oh, yeah, it's a very it's scientifically um, sound principle. And why power nap? When, it's, when it comes to me and my work in road safety, I'm sick of seeing dead people. And I, yeah. want, to, I want to put, I want to produce solutions. 
solutions to problems. No use raising awareness. Road safety agencies around the country have spent billions of dollars talking about mm. let's raise awareness about driver fatigue. Have a good night's sleep. You know, uh, get up the next day and off you go, you know. Um, what happens when you get tired when you're driving? You need a solution. Mm. You need an intervention mm -hmm. strategy. This is sound mm -hmm. 110%. This is the thing that will save your life. And once I remember Victoria did power naps, um, but they I don't think they marketed as well as I would have you know, expected them to do. But I was on a road journey one day and I was dead absolutely tight and i thought and one of my colleagues keeps saying if you get into a crash andrew it's going to be a, on the bloody in the new our local newspapers not big interstate newspapers just local because i'm always in the media talking about something and uh and i thought oh god and i was uh driving around um <laughs> dropping off uh, free cuppa, which is a driver fatigue campaign, um, mm. around the state. And I thought, God, if I crash and doing a driver fatigue thing, I'll never hear the end of it. And I was so desperate. And I pulled over. I thought, this is never going to work. I'm a bad sleeper. I will not go to sleep. It worked. I couldn't believe it. And that's when well, I started researching it after that. And here we yeah. are. So what, yeah, why do they recommend are? 15 to 20 minutes? What 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 is that like? You said is that where the science is on a power nap? That that gives you the fifteen that. to the fifteen to twenty minutes is to stop you going into deep sleep. If you go into deep okay. sleep, when you wake up, you're going to be groggy. You know, if you've had like if you're at home and you've woken up in the yeah. middle of the night, and then you and just before you're supposed to get up, you go back to sleep, and when you wake oh. up, you feel like you've been out on the town all yep. night. Yeah, yeah, if you like, they've no sleep at all. Ah, yeah. So I that's see, why right. the 15, 15 to 20. And why I say 15 to 20 is some jurisdictions say 15 and some say 20. And I thought for the sake of bloody five minutes, I'm going to yeah. say 15 to 20 and have it nailed. Mm. Well, I know. Yeah, well, cover all bases. Well, yeah, while, exactly. I've been, while I've been sitting here listening to your talk, I did a quick Google of how does the power nap work? And wow. would you believe, would you believe that there are 1.1 million references to power nap in the Google search? Really? 1.1 million. Well, we, we don't need 1.1 million because we've got number one. Right, so, right here and on the road radio. So uh, it, uh, it talks about, the, look, it, it's, everyone's talking about it. The, the Cleveland Health uh, Essentials uh, webpage talks about it. That's a big thing in the States. Yep. Sleepcycle.com are talking about it. That's the thing. Everyday Health are talking about it. There's a thing about it on Wikipedia. Medical News Today are talking about it. WebMD are talking about it. Novid Health, Sleep Advisor, blah, 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 blah. But they're all saying, they're all saying the same thing. 30 minutes, and... is, 30 minutes is too much. Because you yeah, get into that deep sleep yeah. cycle. 15 to 20 minutes is just perfect. The key to successful power napping is the length. This is according to the Cleveland Health Essentials, Cleveland Health Clinic Essentials. Uh, take too much and, and you go into that deep sleep mode, which will leave you tired and groggy out, which, which is exactly what you just said, Andrea. Exactly. So, and you know um, the power nap hashtag on Instagram, 
which yep. is my least followed by Australian truck drivers, right? They are more right. on Twitter and Facebook, has been used over 330,000 times wow. since I started this campaign. Right. So, so Gizmodo, the science behind power naps and why they're so damn good. Yeah, I, yeah I've often wondered. I, I, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when Victoria had a bit of a go at uh, power nappy. They yep. uh, they put up a bit of a thing, and probably everything down there is true. They they do something and then don't follow up, and it all just gets forgotten. So yep. I was always sort of sceptical on why it's 15 to 20 minutes, but now I understand where that comes in. I, I get it. I get what yep. you're saying. It's, um, it's a very yeah, interesting way of looking at things. Yogi, you just said something really important um, about uh, road safety campaigns. We do them for three or four months and then everyone walks away and says, oh, it's done now, we've ticked that box and off we go. You can't do that. If you want to instill a change of behaviour in people, one, you've got to give them an easy solution. Two, you've got to keep telling them and have the resources there to to continually reinforce that message. So that's why I don't want to walk away from PowerNap. Our job is not done. While we have, unfortunately, 54 truck drivers uh, have died on the road, I'm not going to be happy until we've gotten zero truck drivers dead Mm. on the road. You know, I mean, the whole, the Australian government, the state governments are all keyed into this getting to zero road fatality. It's a global phenomenon. We all are on that track to get to zero. You cannot get to zero in Australia until you manage driver fatigue. And you could only manage driver fatigue when you have a solution, an intervention strategy when people are out on the road. Yeah, I couldn't have, couldn't have put it better myself. Anyone would think you're... Uh... I'm going to think that you're uh, know a bit about the program, Andrea. Uh, look, I, I'm a bit fanatical about it, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going to really. We, we love we love good guests. Like this yeah. is great. Like our work, really. We just we just chuck a couple of questions and you run with it, and it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I'm going well, to the Australian Road Safety Conference and I'm telling you, I'm going to put in a headlock every head of every damn road safety agency and talk power net. They'll see me coming and they'll be bloody, <laughs> you'll see grown men gibbering and running. <laughs> they will yeah, be frightened. Uh, I know. You know, I, 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 sneak up on them like, like fatigue sneaks up on you and you grab uh, them from behind and you wrestle them for 15 to 20 minutes. You must set the alarm for each one, 15 yeah. to 20 minute wrestle, and we'll that's call it. Right. Well, that'll be our work, eh? Okay? <laughs> no, that's right. If you're, that's if you're a great in there, idea, if you see, oh, look, I'm full of great ideas on a Wednesday night. If you get them for 15 to 20 minutes, you, that's the power nap. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you know that? Here's the thing, right? This, let's get into the science for a second, because I've got yep. stuck into this now. I'm, I'm reading a study. 85% of all mammalian species, we're humans, we're a mammalian species, I hate to break it, people, but we are. Okay. Um, humans sleep just once a day, and the science aren't sure if we're naturally monophasic, which means sleeping once a day, as opposed to polyphasic, like your dogs, etc., who continually nap throughout the day. 
So if, if it's all, or if it's modern society that's made us so, the, the the great evidence is clear though that we just don't get enough sleep. So the power yeah, naps. Okay. <laughs> what is recommended? Sleep. See, what a, look, I what? had a conversation with Highway Patrol and they were complaining that all the truck drivers uh, were speeding through the roadworks on the new highway and they, right. they, couldn't write the, they couldn't write the tickets fast enough. And I said, that's driver fatigue. These guys are coming out of Melbourne or Brisbane or wherever and they're getting here to the halfway mark and then they see the ADK, you know, like the drop in the speed limit, but it the brain is not functioning it, you know, it's not computing it. And, you know, that's a, one of the first giveaways of driver fatigue and, you know, uh, that many truck drivers wouldn't even think about, oh, I got caught speeding in a, in a work zone. And you know damn well that Highway Patrol are going to be in all those work zones up and down the, the new highway um, and probably everywhere else where they, they have them. Um, and, you know, like I was at this uh, meeting and, were, and the councillors were carrying on about them being cowboys. And I said, it's got nothing to do with about being cowboys. They're, they're at six hours out of Melbourne or seven hours out of Melbourne or wherever they've come from, and, and they're in that zone and it's just not computing. So, um, you know, driver fatigue affects all parts, not just the part where you go to sleep and crash. It's affecting other mm. parts of the driving task for the heavy vehicle fleet. Well, at that level in the roadworks and that, you're in a trance. It's the same as driving down the road and coming to a town and not even realising you've been through the town before. Oh, yeah. That's the Be- because, uh, Yeah, that's yep. Yep, yep. So uh-huh. yep. you're just in autopilot going down the road and if that one little roadwork sign doesn't compute, then you just, you're in a trance. You just keep going. We've all done it, though. I mean, I I, I can freely admit that I've been driving down the road and then I think to myself, where am I? You've got to work out where you are and then think, dear Lord, I can't remember the last 25 Ks. Yeah. You know, and and that's the the first key for me to say, Nick, you need to find a parking bay, like now. Mm. But you're you're purely in a... In a reactive state then to what goes on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, It's too late. You're already fatigued. And this is see, this is one of the reasons why we talk about all the 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 seeing machine guardians and those sort of fatigue monitoring devices and why they're coming into the case. I mean, you, you've only got to look at some of the the data from those to see that people are fatigued long before they ever really start to notice. You can see you can see the change in people while they're doing it. And I mean, if you talk to Lyndon Watson. He told me, uh, Watsons, who supports the PowerNet campaign, he told me that they had a driver who who uh, was was on the seeing machine, and he actually uh, had a had an incident while he was driving, and didn't realise he'd had it, and it was on the camera, on the dash cam, on the truck, mm. and uh, and and it, it's a surprising thing to them. I mean, I, I would go as far as to say anyone that's driving and done a lot of driving, if they haven't had a moment due to fatigue, if they say they haven't had a moment due to fatigue, I would say that they're not telling the truth mm. because I think we all have. And uh, it's one of those things that some of us are lucky enough to get away with it, but there are those out there, as Andrea pointed out, that aren't lucky enough to get away with it, and that's the problem. 
absolutely correct. And yeah. you're right. Uh, when you go into a micro sleep, you can't stop yourself. And this is the problem with, and this is why power nap is so important. You cannot keep forcing yourself to stay awake. Once you get to, and people say to me, why are you talking about, you know, when you're struggling to keep your eyes open? Because that is the last indication. Once you get to that point, you're gone. Mm. Yeah. You've only got, you, you've only got X amount of minutes to oh, X amount of time because everyone's different. That mm. That is, last indicator, that last line of defense. But some people don't even go into that. They get yeah. so tight, they just go out. Mm. Yeah. So we've seen that ad on TV in New South Wales anyway, where they, that white Ford Territory is driving along the road and sort of drifting off the road and all the rest of it. You know the ad I'm talking about, Andrea? Absolutely. Right. Is yeah. that, that's not one of yours, is it? That's some, is, that, is that someone else's or is that one of yours? No, no, that's not mine. That's uh, transport for New South Wales. Right, but they're on the same page as you are, aren't they? Uh, well, they they don't actually mention power nap. Transport for New South Wales, who fund my role at local government, um, right? You know, like they have it that they believe in a good night's sleep and take regular breaks, which is all correct. Mm. Um, yeah, but. Uh, they don't. They have not endorsed. They have not uh, not endorsed. Is not the right word. They're not doing the power nap, whereas the Victorians are doing the power nap. So that's through the TAC in Victoria, right? The transport. Yeah, Act. TAC. Yeah. TAC. Yeah. TAC are one of the most formidable uh, agent road safety agencies in the world. I mean that they led road safety. A marketing for a decade. Yeah, oh, they have. Remember TAC, you always remember TAC. I've had someone point out to me that if you turn turn left at Haywood in uh, Victoria and you head towards Mount Gambier, there's a swag of signs talking about taking a power nap, but there is probably not one park space. (laughs) 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 that's, That's not true. Now that's not true because I've driven that road myself. I think there's two. <laughs> they're, not, they're not real big and they're not well. There's not a lot of facilities there. They're so like some kind of you know, some kind of indicator for a parking bay would be handy to know. Well, the green reflector program we we talked about. There, I was just about to say they they could probably green reflect the rest areas. That's what they'd be. One uh, of the biggest you... one of the biggest blowbacks I had when I started Town App is everyone mm. said the same thing. Where in the hell are we going to park? Yeah. Now it, yeah. I thought that, and then I started when I drove from Parks to Port Douglas mm. uh, and onto the Bruce Highway. I thought, what mm. the hell is going on here? Where are they supposed to park? <laughs> you know? They were. Yeah. And look, thank God, Glenn Stur- Senator Glenn Stirl, I should say, and his mm. team have, um, uh, and Craig, you're on that committee too, aren't you? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, bringing together to get more heavy vehicle rest areas around Australia. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and it's got to happen. There's got to be something happen before the start of the year, or I've got to buy Yogi a garden. So, put your power out, guys. Ah, yeah. Anyway, that, that's another. That's another Guys, guys, you've got to be fair. You've got to be fair to that committee because the local government people have to, you know, get themselves organised. 
Yep. And they have to put their hands up and say, we want one, etc. So that's going to make, you know, <laughs> you know, it's going to take a bit of time. But I'd like to see... Uh, nah. I'd, I'd like to see... That's the origin of Christmas party. It was Sorry. for our Christmas party. Yeah. Therefore, the bet was made at the start of the year and it's for yep. Christmas party. So that's yeah. how it's going to work. That's now, I want you to make sure he gets one up and running. You know, I don't care who we have to uh, uh, put in a, an arm wrestle, but we need one from, from that committee as soon as possible. Well, we'll be doing our best. We're meeting, meeting shortly. I said progress. Yeah, I said progress. We want to see progress. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, progress yeah, is a good word. So, yeah, we can all... yeah, yeah, yeah. Progress yeah. is a great word. You know, we don't necessarily need to see field parking bays on the nullable because I'm sick of the truck getting covered in white dust when I get out. But <laughs> we would like, we would like, hey, you know what I'm talking about out there. It's always terrible when you go and stand out there. Oh, but we would yeah. like to see progress. You know? Well, this is what it comes back to. Let, let's see some progress. And we, we appreciate that Craig's hands are a little bit tied because he had to sign a con confidentiality agreement um this is where it's so much fun to be standing outside the tent because i am <laughs> <laughs> and i get and i get to have my say um the, there, there is a bit of progress happening but have, have the orange and gabon council put their hand up for any of this funding andrew you know uh no but I, and I, i'm i'm going to get onto the parkshire council because mm. I am I am sick of seeing, you know, people say to me, oh, truck drivers shouldn't uh, pull over on the shoulder of a road and have a power nap. Well, yep. I tell you what, 5.30 a.m. around Parks and Forbes, the place yep. is littered with heavy vehicles who cannot get into a parking bay. Yep. Okay. And well, where would they, would they prefer to see them parked on the side of the road on their wheels or on in the scrub on their route? I mean, let's get it right. Do you want us just maimed, dead, or wrecked? I mean, please, just, I, I think we, I wish people would tell us what to do to keep everyone happy. Parked on the side of the road on its wheels is the best option, I reckon. Well, exactly. But, you know, uh, but I want safety for the truck driver who's trying to have yeah, a power nap well, as well. But yeah, well, we, cer we certainly need the, 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 the uh, rest areas. And we will continue to need the rest areas and and get better better facilities at our rest areas. But Rome wasn't built in a day. But mm. we still need to have power naps and to get all our drivers home safely. Yeah. I, I saw Trevor Truckee said the other uh, the other day he was up in Mackay, and he had yep. to drive for an extra thirty minutes to find a truck bay mm. somewhere yep. where he could, you know. It, yeah, it, it's it's ludicrous. Mm. It's absolutely yeah. ludicrous. And we unfortunately, when you've got national heavy vehicle law, but the NHVR don't have any control over where where the the rest areas are, mm. and you know that's a state and and transport or whatever their agencies are called in in their various states. Mm. Well, I hope some of these uh, regional areas do put in for some funding. Um, yep. Because in, in that area you're just talking about, Andrea, you know, the trucks are getting bigger. 
So it's, um, you know, it, it needs bigger areas for all these people to, to park now um, because they're just not upgrading anything. And that and the local councils are actually closing off some of the, the old parking bays, which were, you know, like the old gravel pits and that. So mm. it just gets harder and harder. <clears throat> well, the, uh, trans, well, in New South Wales, for instance, and and the the agencies need to talk to their local councils about that as well. Mm. I think that's very important um, yep. to have that dialogue. And talking about, you're right, Craig, the trucks are getting bigger, but the infrastructure is not getting bigger for those bigger trucks. No. Now, if you now I was talking to Senator Glenn Stirl and I said to him, I was on my on the new and I after an overtaking lane, I ended up between a B triple behind me and a B triple in front of me. Mm. Okay? I was happy. I was going I was going to Port Douglas. I wasn't going anywhere fast. You know what I mean? Yep. But then some genius decides that he can't wait and he overtakes me and the two triples. Yep. Well, now, that's... Glenn yep, is, that is, Senator Glenn, St- you know, but he said uh, that guy has to be doing 100... That driver has to be doing about 150, 160. Mm. Now, he's not, he's not doing the speed limit, that's for sure. No, no. And that's because the, the overtaking lanes are not long enough now for all the new vehicles they're putting in there. Mm. But the other part about this too is we've got these horrible bloody speed issues. So I'll be triple these days here west of uh, west of Port Augusta. Sorry, east of Port Augusta is only uh, east and south of Port Augusta. Sorry, is only allowed to do ninety, and all the way through Victoria, through New South Wales, and through Queensland, all these PBS trucks and everything, ninety kilometres an hour. Uh, I don't think they've changed the rules, have they, Craig? No, most of them for A doubles and that road trains, whatever you want to call them, they're still ninety. Our, our alphabet road trains, yep. Yep. Um, ninety kilometres an hour. So we've got the the speed differentials. There's a lot of those roads that are 110 kilometres an hour for for a car, mm. and they want to travel at 110 kilometres an hour. And and you can't blame them for that. If the road's good enough for them to do it, and they're comfortable to do it. There's no reason why they shouldn't do it. The problem that we've got now is that it's getting harder and harder and harder to, to get past these big trucks. And then, there, then, of course, there's always that one person that doesn't have the confidence to do it, and it just creates a bottleneck, and the whole thing just goes to hell in a handbasket from there. People get frustrated. They make stupid decisions. And along with these stupid decisions are all these horrible accidents that we see. I mean, there was a six-car six car smash down Mount Oosley this morning because someone got impatient. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, Mike, in, in, in the practical sense. You've got people who do not want to sit behind it. Now, the road safety agencies will say to you, well, the mass and the weight and the speed, it's got X amount of energy, you're going to have a big crash um, yeah. and someone's going to die. Well, you can say the same thing about a B-double or a single big truck, you know, yeah. Um but you're right, the impatience for, uh, of other motorists, and then when yeah. you get, say, two or three, you know, B-triples doing 90, and they've got a, you know, someone wants to overtake them, yeah, it's a yeah. problem. They have to, 
Well, I, I was I was going home in the passenger seat of the car with the lovely Rose the other day. In the in the evening, there was yeah. a a, pea, a red pea bladder came up behind us. Um, overtook the car behind us on the left up a turning lane. Uh, came oh, in oh. behind us, then overtook us. I put the video on on uh, Twitter actually, the the video of all this from our rear facing dash cam and our forward facing dash cam. And then the guy overtook us in a 50 zone uh, onto a crest over double lines because we were doing 50 in a 50 zone hmm. and not going fast enough for him. Video's there on Twitter if you if you want to go and have a look at it. Oh, um, well, I, you know, I just put that up there and basically said that you know this sort of stupidity is why people get killed on the road. It's not accidents. Yeah. It's frustration and stupidity. And uh, people feel a little bit too safe in their cars. And unfortunately, um, they just don't care. Now, people will say to me, oh, did you take that photo, take that footage to the police? Yes, we did. And the police said, oh, well, there's not really that much we can do about it. But they can. They've got video evidence now. He said, we'll send someone to have a chat to the the guy. Mm. So, you know, and so they bloody should. Because I don't care so much about the bloke that actually did it. I care about the innocent that they're going to take with them. Yes. And when they keep when they keep getting away with this stuff, it forms a habit. They get away with this sort of thing over and over and over again, all this dodgy driving. They think they're ten foot tall and bulletproof. They're not. And when they when they get it wrong, people die. We're very fragile human beings. We die very yeah. easily though, soon to realise it. I'll tell you a funny story about um, a truck. He sent me some video of a, a driver doing some completely stupid thing, and I can't even remember. I cannot remember what stupid thing it was because of this. <laughs> I put it on the Orange and Cabon Road Safety Facebook page, which yeah. is a pa- Facebook page of council, which is very, you know, you know sedate, you know, very strict. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone said, oh, I love the diesel music. Oh, the language. And I thought, what language? I didn't listen to I didn't have any sound. Oh, my God. I, I was so traumatised for a week. I couldn't get the damn thing off quick enough. And I had shared it to some other organisation. Oh, God. So note to self, always turn the sound up. Oh yeah! Listen, listen to the sound first. Rookie mistake. Oh, didn't cost you your job. Oh, <laughs> no, I got it off bloody quick. Thank God yeah. for people commenting. That's what I said. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, but I mean, the, the, these things are raw. That's the way. That's the way it is. I don't personally. I don't have a problem with it. A little bit yeah, of, well, you know, of... it, it was pretty horrific what the guy did and how he didn't end up killing a half a dozen people. And yeah. that's why he uh, sent it, the driver of the truck sent it to me. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I just didn't check the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, well, whenever you're dealing with truck drivers, remember, we talk like truck drivers, all right? It's <laughs> entirely <laughs> possible the language might get a little bit colourful. <laughs> what can we say? Well, why, why am I not amazed? <laughs> for, a, for a start.
Some some of those oh. things you do get sent or you see on Facebook about the you know how crazy some of these people are. You, mm. you just wonder how they get the balls to do it to start with. Because they've been getting away with things forever, and it's like they just push it a little bit further each time, and they they're comfortable. They don't realise how close to being badly wrong they are, <laughs> you know. Um, and they all think everyone's got a high opinion of their own driving. They all yeah. think they're, you know, they all think they're the better, you know, the best. Everyone else is an idiot. And and I mean, you know. it's called optimism bias. They don't believe that it's going to happen to them, and that's yeah. why road trauma is such a hard thing to sell to use that kind of terminology um, yeah. uh, to road users because people just, uh, you know, and that's why people climb my, Mount Everest, that no, they don't think they're going to die up there or things like yeah. that or skydiving. You know, it's optimism bias. And you're yeah. right, they keep pushing it until one day they push it too far. And yeah. it's been my unpleasant uh education in road safety to find out those people are usually the ones that come out of the crash but some all these other people don't mm. yeah, and yeah you look, sorry i was just going to say you look at some of the last terrible crashes in the last x amount of years where yeah. so many people have died and and the driver for some reason hasn't mm. yeah and and the, all the ones that have been video themselves on tiktok and all that sort of bloody thing when oh. they've had their mishap, that's happened a couple of times now. Yeah. Um, where they've been, someone's been videoing them or video taping or carrying on. And, and I mean, look, we all managed to survive these things. I don't know about anyone else that's in this conversation, but I certainly did some risky stuff in cars. And, you know, luckily never paid the price for it. I mean, I wrecked a few cars, been a couple, but. You know, we were lucky enough to get away with it. These days, social media sort of has a different bit of a slant on it, doesn't it? Yeah, you, you, you oh, sort of yeah, yes, we're going <laughs> through that with our seventeen-year-old. I wasn't alluding to that. I apologise. Um, <laughs> no, but he, yeah, look, he, um, he's, he's learning. Uh, look, so our kids have learnt to drive on five acres. They've learnt to drive everything they can possibly drive mm -hmm. out the back. Um, I've had the kids drive machinery forever and all points in between. But now they've they've got to learn to drive on the road at at a at hundred and and hundred and ten because we have hundred and ten over here in Western Australia. They've got to learn to drive it, you know, on the on the big road. So yeah. it, it's a massive learning curve, and uh, and he's definitely pushing our boundaries. And uh, we need to uh, we need the rain. I, I push the boundaries, mate. I mean, we, yeah, used, to I know. Buy, we used to buy yeah. old cars and chase kangaroos around in paddocks. Yeah, and they look can handle, but when you get out on the road, you've got to distinguish the two. Mm. Yeah. You've got to understand that the blue road is not a race road. The paddock yeah. is a race road. The blue road is not a race road. Yeah, yeah. Well, we used to chase kangaroos around. I can't remember how many bloody E.H. Oldens we wrecked. <laughs> Oh, you know, I don't. I don't want to think about that. That's terrible. Uh, well, I mean, it's sacrilege now to say it, but mate, I know, we, I know. I, I can remember at least three we've been, at least three. Oh well, you know, mate, one, one of them is 
added up with, I think he's got a million dollars worth of cars that he's wrecked or yeah. not kept. I have, yeah, I haven't, I haven't done that. Well, I had a, I had a Monaro LE, the two door, the burgundy one. I've yeah. had a, I've had a Sandman panel van. There's, there's half a million dollars worth of cars right there. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I didn't buy a Goss special because it was like eight grand. Geez, I wish I'd bought three of them now. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, just crazy. Yeah, the things we've sold, eh? And oh, someone just texted yeah. me and said. Said uh, he nearly had a head on uh, with a with. Hang on, so I completely agree with you. On th- and thankfully, I caught up with the driver and told him I gave a piece of my mind. Rang the company in to fix the problem. It's getting beyond the joke. This guy he had nearly had a head on with a guy in an A double who was impatiently overtaking someone else. So, um, oh, that's the way I'm reading the text message. I might be quite wrong. With but it. he said, oh, I've rang the company to fix the problem, so I'm assuming he was complaining about the, dri- the, the A-double driver. Yeah. Um, the, the fact is that it's not confined to just car drivers, it's truck drivers as well. We all do it. I know I certainly get frustrated when I get stuck behind one of these alphabet road trains. So, yeah. The alphabet road trains. Yeah, that's what we're calling them now, isn't it, Yogi? Oh, we're talking to Andrew Hamilton Vaughan about power naps and power napping and all this type of stuff. Gentlemen on the road radio on a Wednesday night. We should maintain our focus. Is that what you're that's saying? That's the perfect segue there is to try and divert attention from the alphabet suit that you've got going on there. And it is appalling. Absolutely appalling. Over there. Mm. <laughs> you want to pull, pull your edge in you lot and I've, just seen, I've, just seen, I've just seen the most awesome story while I'm, while I'm and I don't know if it's appropriate to share with Andrea on the on probably the show not if you've just fun. thought that no. probably not so we'll, chuck, we'll chuck a song on and we'll filter you out Mike that's how we do it <laughs> well, have a power oh. nap there Mike have a power nap we will oh, actually yeah. we'll go with the song and then we'll uh, yeah, like. we'll be right back. You stay there, Andrea. We'll be uh, we'll come straight okay. back. Bit of Bob Seger, eh?
Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Mike, Yogi, Thank you. and I'm back. Andrea. Yeah. Thank you. Still with us. So we're not, gonna, we're not gonna talk about the funny story now. We're not gonna talk about being oh. coconutted on that one. <laughs> yeah. They said coconut, so I'm gonna I'm gonna honour that. Oh. Yeah. Right. So Andrea, with the power nap, we sort of haven't covered the basics of it. Like, okay, we've talked about having it the science, blah blah blah. So if I'm driving along feeling a bit tired, what do I do? Well, you find somewhere Wait. safe to pull over. Um, well, hang, hang on, Craig. Fatigue is in the top three road fatalities in New South Wales, so pay attention. Right. Okay. Yeah, everyone pay attention. Yes. I'm paying attention. <laughs> okay, the first thing you need to do is pull over somewhere fat and safe. Um, the National Heavy Vehicle Regulator um, requires you to turn off the engine. Um, let the windows down, so you've got a bit of ventilation. In, yeah, if that's you can, that, the ventilation. I, I, I find that that's pretty good. I, yeah, but I don't reckon people experience outside vehicles enough. So I reckon that that really intrigues me. And you need ventilation. Yeah. yeah. You need fresh air. And you, if it gets stuffy, you get uncomfortable. But you put the seat back if you need to. Not all, uh, you know, heavy vehicles to do that. Um, I know. Uh, CJ uses a, 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 a uses a pillow, and mm. you start you set your alarm for for twenty minutes, and you start focusing on your breathing in and out. You just, just breathe in and out, and keep your eyes closed, of course, and just relax. Now, while you keep breathing in and out, your body starts to um, relax. And you will go into a, a, a light sleep. That's the best word. Now, people experience a power nap in different ways. I myself, even when I'm in a power nap, I can still hear the traffic going past. I even have my audio book. Uh, yeah, uh, still my audio book on, and I might hear it in the background, but I'm not follow. I can't follow the story. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, yeah, you, so, your mind is shut down at a set level. That's right, and then I wait for the alarm to go off, and it's amazing that it does work. Now it may take you. It all depends on how tired you are, how easy it is to go into that process. So some, you know, one of the early warning what? signs of driver fatigue is yawning. Well, I yawn about five minutes after I get into a car, so that's not necessarily my trigger. Uh, Trev Warner, who's always got a comment after a post, and he has some really informative stuff, and I, I should start to write them all down because, um, in fact, I will, and I might even, uh, contact him to get some of that information. But he says that if you're a professional truck driver, you will start to know those warning signs, your warning signs, your trigger signs, uh, 15, yeah, sure. more, 15 minutes before it happens. Um, so that gives you time to get to pick somewhere where you've got to pull up. Mm -hmm. do, do you, for me, you, you know, yawning, well, I used to cart a lot of frozen and uh, refrigerated goods for a major yeah. food chain supply. And every time I'd walk into the cold store, I would actually yawn. Mm. 
Yeah, so that's... I don't know what, what the cold temperature does, but it makes me yawn. Right, eh? Yeah. Well, well I'm know, the other I'd... way around. If, if I've got the heater on in the car too high, because I hate mm, the yeah. cold, um, that brings on fatigue very quickly for me. I have to be well, very you, careful you in the winter. And you, you wouldn't do, you wouldn't do very well with Craig then. You live in central New South Wales and you hate the cold. Are you, are you sure? Are you, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've just got to find a road safety officer job at the Gold Coast or something. You know, that, oh, that's my dream you. job. Oh, no, right, I know, right. I thought that. wouldn't do any good with Craig. Okay, right, right. So what, oh. so when, you, when you're having a, uh, when you feel like you want to have a power nap, for truck drivers, I'll, I'll speak about truck drivers because we've got a lot of truck drivers. Do you get in the bunk or do you do it over the wheel? Oh, can I answer what, that? What's the big question? Yeah, uh, uh, look, you guys have to make that decision. I have no idea. So I have I've, no had idea. A, I've had a message here saying we, we shouldn't teach our body to sleep in the driver's seat. That's exactly right. I, I, I agree. Oh, right. I, I, would, I, I never do it. I, I never do it over the wheel. Yeah. Um, Never do it sitting in the seat. I'll always roll into the bunk and have a, have a nap if I'm going to have one. Don't, you know, don't do it in the seat. Well, you can do Well, when I say you can do it in the seat, as a car driver, I have to do it in the seat. Mm. I don't get yeah, of course you I don't can, get but, No, but you crank in the seat back, you know. Passenger seat, though, would you do it in the passenger seat? Do you take that element no. of holding a wheel out or your brain doesn't work like that? No, I, I I sit behind the driver's wheel. I don't because usually I'm tired. I don't want to do anything else. I pulled over because so I know Yeah, because I've got to. See, there's a lot of drivers out there who will be post COVID um who will have a greater degree of fatigue if they're experiencing that after effect that uh will need power nets more than ever. And, uh, you know, and it may be that they need to just pull over somewhere because I find with uh, post-COVID driver, like fatigue, like chronic fatigue, that it comes on you very fast, yep. you know, and, and yeah, I do it in the seat. But that, you know, everybody's going to be different. Um, and yeah. truck drivers do have, especially uh, interstate trucks, have that cabin where they can get in the bunk and have a kit. Mm. Yeah, well, I've just mm. had a text message from someone, one of our listeners has said he always goes to the bunk. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know what I've done on both because I've, I've, I've driven day cabs mm. uh, and I've driven big bunks. So, well, I mean, there's, there's an argument about guys doing changeovers, for example. I mean, they're very popular to give them a day cab. Uh, yeah, to, to, yeah. to do the changeover in, and they, you know, you really, you, 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 you're trying to. <laughs> I just had another yeah. text message. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Someone just said, someone asking, does Andrea wear a date like an eye mask while you're doing it? Um, do well, I wear a what? An eye mask, you know, the, you the blindness. No, yeah. I don't. I don't. However, if, you, yeah. if you're in that, if you think that that will help you, then do it. Uh, yeah, one of the things I want to do for um, uh, when we do uh, trucking uh, conferences and that, I'd like to do up some special bags, you know, and have things in like a neck pillow, 
and uh, an eye mask, you know, right. and a water bottle with you no know, power nap on it to give away to people, because right. I think those those little bits and pieces could help. Um, yeah. Would you have on Would you have on the front of the eye mask like? Do not disturb power napping in process. <laughs> <laughs> Written on the wow. line. I mean, I mean, it's you know. That's funny. Well, you, that. well, well, if you're parked on the side of the road and you've got your head down, you probably don't want to be like, are you okay? You know? Yeah. yeah well, in, so maybe. I can't imagine being slumped over the wheel having a power nap. I can't yeah. see how that would be comfortable. I'm I'm suggesting when I say sit in the front, well, if you have to sit in the front seat behind the wheel, that you just put your head back to the side and, yeah. and make yourself comfortable that way. But I have heard a truck driver at the uh, uh, Shell uh, Roadhouse at Gilgandra told me when I was there, he said, oh, you're that power nap lady. And he was telling me about his power naps. And he actually puts a little pillow on his uh, steering wheel and goes to sleep that way. And I thought, how uncomfortable. I didn't want to tell him. But I thought, how bloody uncomfortable. But he reckons that works well, for him. So, you know, well, when, I'm, when I'm on a plane, we do a lot of plane traveling here because we live on, you know, the other end of the world and to a lot of people. And, and I, can, I can sleep. On the on the train, yeah. like leaning forward, I, I can lean forward and go to sleep. So yeah. you can sleep anywhere, that. Yogi. Yeah, I know I'm a big bear. We can hibernate when we need to. It's just That's all right. part of the process. <laughs> right. But I, I I understand my client time though. What I think with this ladies and gentlemen on the road radio is understand your tired time. You know where they are. You know what you can do. I know I can't function after nine thirty at night. 10 o'clock at night, I'm in bed. I have to be. It's yeah, but you can barely function after 9.30 in the morning some days, mate. I mm. know, I know, but I have to go to bed early. I get my beauty sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm about eight years behind on it because I'm looking a lot tighter than I am. Yeah. I need my beauty sleep. I know. Don't we all? <laughs> I, I think I'm at the point where it doesn't matter how much beauty sleep I get at all. <laughs> well, you, you, out of all of us here, are clearly not getting enough because you're up way too late. Way too late. Way too late. We, we, uh, we, uh, you are way too late. Mm. Maybe you realize, you're down that in the afternoon. Maybe I shouldn't stop. Mate. Do you realise that I'm banned from social media after ten o'clock at night by these guys? So, <laughs> nearly banned from social media. Full we're gonna stop. We're, we're going to be bringing 6 p.m. in soon. I'll give you the tip. So, yeah. <laughs> the next safety meeting will be 6 p.m. Right? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're able to look, but not to post. 6 p.m. <laughs> I get a bit excited sometimes. I just I shoot from the lip, Andrew. You know that. Yes, Some, I know. Sometimes the, sometimes the boys get a little bit concerned about it. Uh, oh, I just had a, had a message, text message said, good evening, everyone. You talk about power napping. I always thought there was something wrong with me, but it turns out I'm okay. I've been doing yeah. this for the last 20 years. Yeah. Well, I know the good. signs that changed over the years. I go to the bunk. That's right. Yep. Lots of guys well, go to the bunk. Do, is it acceptable in a workplace environment, or that doesn't really matter? Well, do we always have an afternoon siesta? Uh, yeah, I, I have actually spoken to people in Sydney who go down to the car park 
and yep. have a power nap in the middle of the day at in their lunch yeah. break. Yeah. So and yeah. It, it it is accepted, you know, in in yeah. Japan, very big. You know, yeah. to, uh, to, for the office workers to have a power nap so they can perform better in the later mm. afternoons. I think it was a ritual yeah. in Mexico, isn't it, to have a, yeah. a siesta? Yeah. We, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, we had shearers at Houston. The power nap message is important to truck drivers because it's their last line of defence in the fight against driver fatigue. It well, saves lives, and whether you're in the bunk or in, you're sitting in the cabin, how you make it work for you, it'll work a little bit different for each person. As I said, I yeah. can still hear the traffic, but it's still working for me. I know other people who take power naps, truck drivers that I've spoken to, and they are dead as, you know, they can't hear anything. Until the alarm yeah. goes. Well, so, I just had a I just had a tweet from your friend, a tweet, a, a text from your friend and mine, Trev Warner. Oh yes, Mr. Warner. And he says trying to sleep in the driver's seat is extremely bad for your posture and circulation. Get in the bunk and raise your legs. That's what he's saying. Oh well, that would be the the best possible scenario for uh, that would, uh, that would power be optimal. Man. That would yeah. be optimal. Yeah. What's the ratio to power nap to proper rest? Like, what, what, like, is one acceptable? Is two bad? Sorry, say you that know, again. So yeah, so it's weird. what's acceptable in the power nap to going to sleep ratio? Well, if you have one or two power naps, is that okay? But if you've ended, if you think you need a third, or should you go to have a proper rest? Or what is there a correlation there? You know. Uh, you can, like, if you're on a long journey, you may need to uh, repeat the power nap process a yeah. number of times. There's no reason why you can't keep doing it. It is not, and having said that, I make it. Ve- I want to make it very clear, I'm not advocating that you don't need your proper sleep, your proper yeah. sleep management of driver fatigue. That. That is sacrosanct as far as I'm concerned. A power nap is an intervention strategy that you need to use when fatigue for some reason overtakes you on that particular journey. And if you have to repeat it on a long journey, please do so. It's safe well, to do so. As, as we say, it's better to be on its wheels in a rest area than upside down in the scenery somewhere. Mm. So, Absolutely that, correct. That's, that's what it comes down to. And I don't think that there would be a boss out there now who would be game to have anything to say about it. Um, certainly, you know, the question I would put to them, then if they had a crack at you about being 10 minutes late because you've had an episode, you know, what, where, how would you like me to do it? What would you like me to do to wreck your truck, you know? Much easier well, to how much are those speed doubles much. worth, Mike, roughly? Uh, oh, they're million right. dollars. Been afraid on it. Ten minutes or a million dollars, mm. plus all the damn, all the damn paperwork you've got to fill in, as well yeah. as that, and, and all the negative you know, publicity, and not forgetting and, and, and you know, your life and your life, and yeah, yeah and chain responsibility. There, yeah. I think what PowerNap has done, you know, and it was, it, it, there was a bit of a resistance there at the first from the, you know, the big people. Um, what it's done, it's legitimised that 
they need to take a rest break, you need to take it. Yeah. And I remember uh, Robert uh, Truckad said back in the day when uh, he was working at uh, Fox, uh, Lindsay Fox said he'd never sack anybody. This is what I've been told, of course, it's yeah. hearsay, yeah. Uh, for you know stopping and having a nap. And it wasn't called yeah. power nuts in those days. So yeah, yeah some of the, some people have been very forward thinking about it, but we've kind of uh, we're hoping to make it the new norm. Yeah, the new well, norm. Gener- we've got to push for like a generational change in the in the culture. I mean, I remember back in the day it was okay. Uh, in fact, you're almost a hero if you could drive your car home over point, you know, and you were a little bit drunk. That was fine. And then it was 0.08. Now it's 0.05, um, and now you, you you regarded you know generally as being an idiot if you drive your car after you've even had a couple of beers. So, you know that generational change has happened. We get, we get, we need to look for that generation to change to happen with telephones, but also with taking a nap. There are, well, that's you know, right, there are and that's why. And that's why I keep pushing for funding because we can't drop the ball. We have to keep pushing the power net, power net uh, message. We need to mm. keep pushing that driver fatigue is the number one killer of truck drivers, and one out of three every fatality on Australian roads is driver fatigue related. There are see in most road safety agencies depend on the, their police force the, the police force to go out and find you for seat belts for speed for mobile phones etc but when it comes to driver fatigue there isn't anything except for well, logbooks in the national heavy vehicle fleet but that doesn't secure you of not having driver fatigue because all those crashes have been um have been what do you call it logbook correct but they still had driver fatigue mm. crashes and fatalities well, that's a conversation that i had with adam gibson about how our guys were legal in their logbook but unfortunately still fatigued and uh, yeah, I, the, yeah. I, I reckon there's a difference between being fatigued and tired yes agree Mm. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But did you did you know, Mike? Talking about a blood alcohol content BAC point oh five. Yep. After seventeen hours lack of sleep, that's the yeah. equivalent of point oh five. Yep. That doesn't exactly. surprise me. Yeah. Exactly. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But you know, the the reality for us, a lot of us, is that we we sit in the in the truck and we do these great long distances and. The, wouldn't be the you know, not it. We're not all the same. Some of us can do it, and some of us just can't. Um, but having said that, that doesn't mean we don't get tired at the end of the day either. And, and the uh, driver fatigue, fatigue can be residual. You can have yeah. a bad night's sleep for whatever reasons, no fault of your own, and you get yeah. up and, and then you've got a bad day. You like you, yeah. you know you've been held up to be loaded and something else happened. Okay, you get your day ends up starting late. You get to your where you've got to go to late. Then you've got to get up and do it again the next day. Yeah, and uh, that it just builds on. It builds yeah, up. It might be hard. Hey, Craig, sleep debt. Yeah, it's a it's a real thing, and people should be trained in it. If you miss out on sleep one night, you, there's only one way to get it back, and that's the yeah. sleep. So if you have yeah. three or four days of um, not much rest, it's it's going to catch up with you. Well, 
Well, this is where we talk about all this stuff that we've been talking about today. Uh, it's all interrelated. Good rest areas and the opportunity to get a good sleep, not just a sleep. Mm. I mean, you know, the the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, your truck parked a foot off the side of the road is a hazard to road users. And drivers have, have lost their lives as a result of being parked like that. Um, and because these things happen, they get, trucks get hit like that when they're parked in these stupid little stopping bays that some people reckon are so good. Yes, we use them if we need to, but it's not ideal. We've got to get off the road and get parked into some proper places. A little bit of shade might be nice. Some facilities might be nice. We've talked about that. We've done it to death. Um, the power and happening is, it all goes hand in hand. And then we've talked about the fact that we've got all the road regulations, the HPNL and the NHPR and every other agency under the sun which is trying to enforce all this stuff. Not a lot of infrastructure sometimes. And the drivers are the low-hanging fruit. And if I, if I sound like I'm talking from a script, I bloody well am. I've been saying this for years. And it's nice that people are starting to listen. Mm. Well, so, I think people are listening. Um, and the, it's an important when government agencies ask uh, drivers for feedback that you give it to them. Um, yeah. It's very easy, I know, and frustrating to think they're not listening. But if you don't have a dialogue with them, you're not going to get anywhere. Mm. And I think we're seeing that in the last 18 months, two years. Mm. Well, I, I think it's improved. Well, that, that harks back to what we were talking about before. It's important for the people to be in the room and have the conversations. And the most important thing about this, who was it, Craig? I think you mentioned the other day, someone had said it's the first time they've seen all these different groups in the room together yeah. talking about the stuff they agree on. That's you right. know, we, yep. We've all got different points of view. We don't all agree on everything, but it's important to deal with and work with the stuff we agree on. Well, there's, there is plenty of stuff that we've agreed on, and, and sadly over the years that we've ended up in a situation like like we've got with two political parties. that One just says no for the sake of saying no, even though it's a good idea. So you've, you get different associations all bickering with one another because they can't completely agree on something, yet mm. 90% of what everyone talks about is agreeable on. And, yeah. and look, I, I do believe that we are getting there. We've managed to put people in the same room that, you know, no one ever thought would happen. We've got people now now discussing a path that's going to lead to something. Um, yeah. There's some change coming, and, and I think it has been, and I think, Andrew, you would have seen it by talking to different parts of government over the last two years, that they're, they're actually getting that as well from all the different associations, that they all want the same thing. I think you're right, Craig, and I think we've got... Um, a bit of a dream team in Canberra at the moment with uh, Senator Brown and Sen Senator Stirl. I'm mm. sure no one's ever called Glenn Stirl a dream team before. But, <laughs> but what I mean by that is... I'm not even going to touch that, you know. I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> no, no, no. I think what we've got is we've got two two people working in concert with the, with the industry Um mm. And hopefully, you know, as you said, Craig, because I don't know all the people you're talking about getting into the right room, but 
Yeah. If there's 90% of things that you agree on, then surely that is a wonderful opportunity for improvement, whatever mm. those improvements may be. Yeah. So we are getting there, and it's you know it's a, it's a shame that some people have to grandstand about it what they're doing, but that's. You but know. we're not talking about the ATA at all. Eh? No, I didn't okay. say that. You said that. No. Yeah, well, so, there you go. <laughs> but no, the, I I have seen some massive improvements in the last couple of years, and I've seen a lot of people do some very hard work to to um to get that to happen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Righto. Righto, well, we've got oh, we'll five minutes to go. Any, anything closing comments there, Andrew? Or you, yeah, yeah. Oh, what look, can people I... remember the most? Just just get it in the front of your mind. How on app work? How on app save lives? How on app? Uh... Powernap.org.au is the place you need to go to. www.powernap.org.au. Go there, have a look at the videos. That's where the great rest area map is, where you can have a bit of a plan. If you're not familiar with the roads, you can see where the rest areas are, so you can yeah. work out where you might be able to plan your trip a little bit. Mm. Um, what else is on the page, Andrea? Oh, just some driver fatigue information, how to take a power nap. Um, we also have the communications toolkit because I remember back earlier, uh, Trev Warner, again, I, I'll mention Trev, asked, you know, I, I want some of your uh, your uh, social media posts that I can share. So we did that for the whole thing. So there's posters there, there's social media posts, there are our video posts, you know, how will I manage uh, my driver fatigue posts, um, why die tired, which is the um, theme for next year's uh, National Driver Fatigue Week. We'll have to, I'll have to come back on the show and talk about National Driver yeah. Fatigue Week uh, yep. later on. Um, yeah, look, just thank you guys for raising awareness and telling the drivers about power nap and driver fatigue. And to all the truck drivers who follow me on social media, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram, like the post and share them to your communities. It's terribly important and it really has made a difference. The life you say oh. maybe someone you care about. Well, the life right. you save may be your own. So yeah, um, thank you yeah, very much for having me, guys. It's always a blast to see you three. <laughs> and I can't wait till we catch up again and uh, you keep me thoroughly entertained. Ah, very yeah. good. Well, thanks we for your time tonight, Andrea. It's been great. Thank you. Take care. God bless everyone. Bye for now. Thank no worries. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. Andrea Hamilton Vaughan, Origin Orange and Cabon Council Road Safety Officer, convener of the Power Nap program and a great friend of the show and the trucking industry in general. Mm. There you go. It's, well, yeah, truck drivers, uh, this is a good little a little info test that I got. Truck drivers must take responsibility for their actions. Yep. They have to understand what a power nap can do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a bit of feedback tonight on the text messages over it, so yeah, yeah it's it, it, it's it's interesting when you when we get people to contribute. 
I always find it wildly amusing. <laughs> guys don't ring in; they'd rather just text us. I suppose that's yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, well, that's that's right, your mum yeah. texting in there, you know, so she's all good. Yeah. She's texting. Did your mum texting? Did she? Yeah, just then. That's what she texted. Yeah. Oh, did she? Yeah. So she wasn't texting. She wasn't texting in and going crazy because I got on my safe box there earlier on. Oh, I know. She's probably out up doing stuff and only chimed in late. So, yeah, well, obviously, obviously, yeah. obviously didn't didn't say anything <laughs> sweary because I didn't get a, a message to make a donation to the swear jar. Uh-huh. It's kind of, I mean, we, we talk about this on and off power happening and different stuff. It's kind of interesting what I see in the West and what you do in the East. Like, mm. we, we obviously run a different fatigue system, so you don't sort of see it over here. I don't mm. think... And, and it's a good thing, and I think people probably do it. They have a little mm. power nap to survive. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting way of looking at it, and maybe your fatigue system is uh, contributing. Mm. That's a, that, let's just throw that in with 15 seconds to go. Mm. Good, on, good on you. <laughs> well, that'll That's give a... you something to talk about next Wednesday night, Mike. Yeah. Thanks for that. Thank you. Thanks it's great okay. to be Great to be with you guys. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. I suppose we're done. Happy Wednesday. Mum heard you swear last week. Who? <laughs> Mum. Mike. No, but who swore? Mike or me? <laughs> yeah, I me. I wasn't on the show last week. Oh, no, no, Can't no, have been me no. then. We can't go like this. Are we gone? Are we still there? We're still here. Anyway, it is time. Uh, it's nine o'clock. We'll have to go to the news. And thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight. Thanks, Andrea. And uh, Thanks, Mike. Take care. Thanks, Yogi. Thanks, mate. Take care. Righto. We'll see.